This is a HeadGum Podcast. I have to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami. You've got style. Angeles, 2015. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we used to have some people over to my place and we'd watch an episode of the Golden Girls, but instead... We're at a new place we watching an episode are. of The Golden Girls yeah, because we have a big announcement. We do have a big announcement. You guys might notice that maybe our voices sound a little bit more clear today. <clears throat> There's less rustling of uh, cat treat bags yes. happening. Uh, Fra- we miss Frasier, my cat Frasier. Um, yeah, we have a huge announcement, guys. Huge. Which I think we've, we've kind of been teasing for a while. Um, we have just paired, uh, we've partnered with the HeadGum Podcast Network. Which is Jake and Amir. Which, which is, they're, they're sitting next to us very silently All right, right finally we can talk. <laughs> can say something, yes. It's, you can bring um, Fraser here anytime, by the oh, way. I want you guys to know that. Are you allergic? We have a cat, Niles, actually. You? And they would, <laughs> oh, oh, you just got me so excited. Uh, and I'll bring I'm so Roz, gullible. My That's how I'm Rose, over. because I'm so gullible, I believe <laughs> you had a cat, Niles. So yes, we wow. uh, we just, we've, we've married uh, Jake Hurwitz and Amir Blumenfeld, which you guys probably know from, College humor, Jake and Amir. Of course. They're, you know, kings of the internet. And now you guys have this wonderful podcast network. Um, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about it? Oh, my gosh. What can we say? Um, it's a wonderful podcast network. Of course. It's called HeadGum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are a part of it. And so are other great podcasts that are about television shows, like such as Best Gilmore of Girls. Friends. Oh, Best yeah. Friends. Which is my buddy, uh, Aaron Mallory Long, is one of the hosts of that. And um, your podcast, If I Were You, which yeah. you guys dole out some great advice to listeners based oh, on their questions. Great is sort of subjective, but we do our best. <laughs> we definitely dole out advice. Yeah, <laughs> it's being doled for sure. Oh, like Dole Whip at Disneyland. Exactly <laughs> like that. I love Dole Whip. I also noticed, too, that you guys, for any of you, I don't know what the sort of Venn diagram is of Golden Girls listeners and NFL fans, but um, I noticed you guys have a fantasy football league There's got to be some cross. Is, I got you sort of into yeah, fantasy football. Yeah. In, so Jake was in t- explaining what football was to me, and well, then he fantasy, went into oh, didn't what you have to fantasy. Go that far back? Yeah, I needed an understanding of both. And uh, now that I understand it's just about numbers, I'm really excited because I love numbers. And what do you what are your thoughts on football? I love the pants. <laughs> <laughs> they do have pretty cool little joggers, actually. Yeah, they have really cute sort of like mid-calf joggers. Yeah, it's nobody very... really thinks about the, the fact that they're wearing a lot of spandex. It's yeah. hot. It's I did all... when I was a child because sometimes if they're wearing... I always loved the teams that wore white pants because you can see the jockstrap line. Wow. Did you ever know? You no. probably never did. No. I... Definitely did. I mean, what I look for. from the waist <laughs> really? down, yeah. a football player is essentially just ready for yoga, right? Yeah. Yes. Or me. Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah. or you. Like you're ready for yoga or... Yeah. Well, H. Allen really loves football, huh? I love football. <laughs> yeah. I think he's going to grow up to be a football player. He you loves quarterbacks. The thing from like, you know, baseball because it's too thick of material or like basketball shorts because it's, you know, you... They're just they're jiggly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can maybe see some some slight sort of like 
eggplant shake. Right. But for the most part, um, your football is definitely the tightest. Football's the tightest. Baseball players borderline wear like loose pants. Yes. And they're also, baseball players are all very out of shape. Football players are, I guess, unless, I mean, for the most part, they're in really great shape. Baseball players out of shape are kind of (laughs) hot. But they all all have jacked jacked forearms at the very least. They all have big legs and jacked forearms. They just summon everything else on them doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are describing my OK Cupid profile. (laughs) (laughs) So, in short, everybody should get over to HeadGum, check out the other podcasts. Oh, right. We started pitching our podcast network and then just stopped, started talking about uh, baseball players' jacked forearms. Yeah. No, it's okay, That's guys. I'm, I'm the centered one. I'm the one that always life. gets us back on track. I have the laptop. I have the notes. Um, I definitely get sidetracked by forearms. You get sidetracked, you get sidetracked about by lots of forearms things. all day. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely. It's we're we're so excited to be you know working with you guys now and sitting with these fancy microphones. Yeah, and, uh, we're excited we're to have you guys. On. Yeah, it's so pretty great. exciting. We're so happy to be here. Um, so we just watched. Uh, I mean, guys, we're kicking off season three right now too. We should have said yeah. that. Where I mean, it's a whole new. This is a whole new show. Whole new wardrobes. Whole, whole, new, whole hairstyles. new hairstyles. Oh really? Um, yeah, everything's new. Yeah, we just watched season three, episode one, "Old Friends," which aired on September nineteenth. 1987 and is of course uh, the episode where Jenny Lewis plays Daisy the Sunshine Cadet, a uh, little Probably Astro child who top ten episodes. steals Rose's bear, Fernando. Definitely a top ten yeah. episode. Um, so what wait, what year did you say it was? 1987. 1987. That, that's this is almost the eight, eighteen years to the day that yeah. it was that it aired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the Golden Girls aired. It, we just September had the thirtieth anniversary. Um, yeah, yeah, last week it was a big day. It's wow. a really big day. It's a big day for us. Yeah. So All right. I should have of, said 28 years, not 18 years ago. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, continue. 28. I didn't even think of that. I was yeah. like, the show was on for a long time. <laughs> 2005. Yeah, I was like, wait. We're, we're just afraid president. to admit how Five old we Five years in between guys. seasons. Yeah. We're still angry at the Iraq war. Um, uh, so what is you guys' history with the Golden Girls? Uh, not a, not terribly much. Uh, I used to watch a lot of TV as a kid, a lot of that era. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason... Like, I used to watch, like, Punky Brewster, Charles in Charge, Coach, Just the Ten of Us, and Charles Golden Girls. Charge. Yeah. Just Man. the Ten of Us. Yeah. You liked it for the girls. Yeah, you know? I guess. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. I guess not a lot of younger boys. Like, I like I like I had a crush on Small Wonder, but there was nobody here for me to have a crush on. Perfect in every way. Actually, Small Wonder, it seems like Jenny Lewis could have auditioned for Small Wonder. She probably did. Yeah, it probably yeah. came down to her and... What was the her most name? Troubling Did thing about, you like her emotionless voice, Amir? Yeah. <laughs> Remember when she caught she got water on her and it was a very serious episode? Oh uh, yeah. Like die. And she like turned blue a little bit. That was their special, very special. I don't think episode. I know. It's small, small one. She was a robot. She's she a, robot. a robot. Vicky the robot. Yeah. That's the whole show. The most troubling thing about Charles in family. charge is in the theme song where it goes. He lives downstairs, and it's understood. understood. Yeah, <laughs> it's understood that what? I don't know. It's understood. It's gross. But John Travolta's sister's there. Um, oh yeah, Ellen Travolta. Yeah. Was the, she could have been a Golden Girl. She could have been. Yeah. Uh, do they know who like almost got the Golden Girls jobs? Well, most of them. Estelle Getty got it from the beginning. Elaine she, Stritch almost had B. Arthur's job. Susan well, Harris wrote the creator wrote of the Golden Girls Arthur. wrote a B. Arthur type, oh. and then Elaine Stritch had auditioned for the role, but she cursed and ruined it somehow. And they kept trying to figure out who was going to be the B. Arthur Dorothy type, and then finally, B. Arthur was like, "Um, me." What was wow. what was B. Arthur in before this that Maud. they wrote? Huge. That was it. Yeah, yeah she, she was, was big. huge. It was interesting. She basically changed. 
feminism TV in the 70s. Mm-hmm. She was the, the Maud's character on All in the Family was introduced as a counterpart to Archie Bunker. Who was uh, like, she was a more liberal. More liberal feminist. She was a response to sort of, you know, women's lit in lib in the 70s. And then they gave her her own show. Yeah, which was also huge. Famous for having an abortion on not on air, but <laughs> two parter. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jake, what about you? What's your sort of? Do you have any kind of connection to the show? Yeah, I think. I mean, was it was Golden Girls and Cheers and Frasier? Were they all on around the same time? Frasier was later, Frasier was later, but Golden um, Girls and Cheers were. Yeah, right. I think. I mean, w- what I remember is uh, watching like my parents watched it, so I remember like the theme song really resonates with me. I remember being on the couch watching that. But I don't really remember specific episodes. I definitely watched it and mm-hmm. didn't retain anything. Okay. Yeah, because well, we were like two and four when it when this episode aired. Yeah, but yeah. I, I like I remember. Well, reruns, guys. Of Come course, on. I remember watching uh, whatever like nighttime television was with my parents, mm-hmm. right? And seeing these episodes, all the jokes definitely went over my head. Mm-hmm. But I also, I guess, I remember Rose has a voice that's insanely similar to my grandmother's. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so I, I guess I remember that too. That too. <laughs> wow, that's sweet. Well, this Love your um, grandma. This yeah, she, my grandma's she's a coolest. Well, your grandmother is Betty White. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we should also mention. So I was saying, <laughs> yeah, but that's Betty cool White's thing, voice dude. is so similar to Rose. It's yeah, crazy. it's weird. <laughs> um. So the episode starts off with the women. Uh, getting stuff together for a rummage sale, mm-hmm. and right off the which bat, never happens. We the, don't see it happen. No, the yeah. rummage sale. Well, it's weird because I doesn't I, it I, seem like that would be in the episode. I feel like they're it's not like introducing a gun the in the first sale. Act. They're like getting stuff ready for like a community rummage sale where they're donating stuff. They must be just donating stuff because yeah. they're they're probably at a point in their lives where they're like, we're not going to have a yard sale ourselves to get rid of this stuff. Although later they do on, have, they a, yard do have a yard sale. Yeah. I don't know. Um, But Dorothy uh, is thinking about selling, it's the, sorry guys, we're going to nerd out here for a second, Super Golden Girls, but she's trying to get rid of the dress that she wore in Guess Who's Coming to the Wedding, which was the second episode of the show, um, where her daughter gets married and she doesn't want to see her ex-husband, and then Blanche Who left her her for another woman. Who left her for another woman, you guys. Uh, Whoa. Um, Stan. But immediately, she, you know, she's saying to Blanche, like, should I get rid of this? And uh, it's just it's funny that they start off the the, the first episode with um, sort of calling Dorothy ugly and, and sort of making fun of her physical appearance, which is a running, running bit that they do mm-hmm. in the series. Wow. Um, it's kind of funny. It's like we want to ha- have you be Arthur as the punching bag. So people yeah. will call you ugly forever. And that'll be your role in history. But be Arthur adopts it. She so took it well, like a champ. You know, yeah. She knows she knows sort of. Her the what her assumption that people have of her that she's this tall and of all tall women that look like that you know right. like she's definitely a, a trope that is used to being made fun of but what she does with it is she turns it on its head and what's interesting about this character I just read an article recently about it how her character was the one that grew the most because in the end she's the one that finds love she's the one that grows the most that you know is left by her husband and then later finds love like she's the one that well, really goes through well she finds love because she was the one that wanted to leave the show and didn't yes. want to do the spinoff that's true, <laughs> that's true. Um, but if we're talking about purely what happened okay. she's the character with more growth so it's sure. kind of interesting um, I also hate Blanche's hair. I do not really? like Blanche's season three hair. I, I like Blanche's hair shorter. It's getting a little poofy mm. on the sides. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. I do not like season three. It's very big. Blanche Devereaux hair. I, yeah. I remember like growing up that Blanche was supposed to be the pretty one. Yes. But watching it now, I mean, they're all, they're all hot. <laughs> <laughs> they're all 
smoke shows. I mean, they, I'm not saying they're all. They just. They all look very similar to yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't say like Rose Blanche is, not, is the hot one. Yeah. Or, I think I, Rose is the hot one only because if I were a straight man, I'd be a boob man, and I feel like she has the boobs. Right, right, right. She, yeah. Rose but you know, the same thing sure. is kind of true with Friends. Like, Joey wasn't hot, but he was the heartthrob. Like, he's not any hotter than Ross. No, no, he's not. Hot. <laughs> Whoa, dude. <laughs> what? You think Ross is really hot, though. Sure, he's pretty hot. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, yes, he is. I, early, in a vacuum, you look at Chandler, Joey. I would say right. is the hottest, but in the really? later, I mean, yeah, Chandler early was Chandler. None of the friends are early that I, except for I, all the girls are insanely hot, and then the three guys are all like they're all like they're fine, fine. Yeah, they're but fine. they're fine in a TV Schwimmer's world. Schwimmer's a six. Yeah. No, guys, 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 guys. We're There's talking about the wrong show. About Joey, that like he could eat a lot, and someone who knows how to work his mouth right. like that. And he's, knows yeah. I don't know. He wore fun. he's really confident. Yeah, early on, and I did not like it. I liked everything. Um, early on, jo- early early Joey was really really hot. He had the yeah. hair that fell over his eyes. He looked so did Chandler. Chandler yeah. also had hair that fell over his Chandler's eyes, and he wasn't nose fat. And his chin are the yeah. same. They just like run into. <laughs> he has no. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. Chandler's He's never a, hot. a pancake face. <laughs> So welcome to the crossover episode of the Golden Girls and the Headgum yeah. Friends podcast. Um, we do this a lot. It's totally fine. Everybody We're going to go on the Friends podcast and only talk about the Golden Girls. Only talk about the Golden Girls. Great. Um, I would say all the Friends are hotter than anybody on Seinfeld. All right. That's enough. Sure. We're moving yeah, on. I sure. I don't, you know Obviously. what, Dreyfus, I mean, she's a smoke show to me. No, yeah. She's it's getting hotter and hotter. Yeah, which makes her only hotter to me. Oh, my God. So hot. God. So, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Who comes uh, knocking uh, on the door? Knock, 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 knock. Hi, I'm Jenny Lewis. Jenny Lewis, who I've said in the past, gives objectively the best performance of any child actor who ever appeared on the Golden Girls. Sorry, Mario Lopez. Fuck Mario Sorry, Lopez. not sorry. Mario Lopez was on this pre... I fucking He dated Blanche. Yes, he was. <laughs> yeah, it was his... Like, it was one of his debuts. Was he jacked? No, he was a child. Oh, no, he was a child. He Even in Save by the Bell, he was like a jacked True. 15 well, yeah, year old. He was like, like a little boy. He was like 11. He was like oh, really? a little yeah. puberty. Mullet? At, <clears throat> yes, there was a bit of a mullet. Jerry curl a little bit? Yes. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. And he played a poor Cuban child. Named Mario. Named Mario. Really? They couldn't come. What? How do you compare Mario Lewis and David Schwimmer? What Mario was Lopez? Mar- Did David Schwimmer? <laughs> Mario. Lopez is hotter. Lopez David, is hotter. David Schwimmer is like, <laughs> if we were comparing the two, David Schwimmer is like marriage material for 50 years down the road, but Mario Lopez is good for a rape scenario. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you said it, not me, brother. But so he anyway, would be guys, good for a rape scenario. Jenny Lewis <laughs> walks in to the house. Uh, she's Daisy the Sunshine Cadet, which is basically mm-hmm. just a fictionalized version of like a brownie. Yeah. Um, but they didn't have to pay the brownies for licensing yeah. rights. Yes, right. exactly. What is a brownie? She was so What's sweet. the difference between a brownie and a Girl Scout? Well, it's sort of like when you're an Eagle Scout to pre- or Eagle Scout, Boy Scout. It's brownie, Girl Scout. Oh, really? So yeah, it's yeah. Your, it's you when rise, you're too young. I you think rise you can in the be a brownie. Oh, I just watch TV. I never did any of that. Yeah. <laughs> but don't you feel like, I feel, because I think this is one of the greatest performances on the show, and H. Allen, maybe you said this, I wanted an applause break when, mm. like, when Jenny Lewis walked in. But of but course. But she wasn't famous. She wasn't famous. She wasn't Jenny Lewis. But she was peaking right then. I mean, like, that was the, the pinnacle. Of her career. No, I would say so. No. No. <laughs> Have you seen her now? She's singing with Anne Hathaway. Whatever. I mean, right. I loved Rilo Kylie in college. I Me loved too. her solo stuff. Yeah. I mean, and she was amazing Death in Cap The Wizard. She, she was in with. Death Cab for a cute. She oh, the, she did stuff. With she'll me. always be she a sunshine cadet. <laughs> no, she did the female voice for um, the Postal Service. Oh wow! Yeah, 
I mean, she's damn. Oh, she's she's everywhere. She's, she's amazing. Yeah. Um, and there's a really great part where uh, Blanche goes, uh, "You know, Daisy, I really admire your slogan. Spread it around." And uh, Dorothy's like, "That's sunshine, Blanche. Spread sunshine yeah. around." Not your really pussy, funny. Blanche. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> there should be like a go- uh, well, not Gilmore Girls, uh, Golden Girls, where they just over-explain every joke. Like yeah. when Estelle Getty's like, oh. you know, the myth about black men having huge cocks. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they always like subtly allude to things, oh. where like kids don't get it, but adults are liking it. Yeah, it would be a it's way like to bridge the parents yeah. and the child together. Um, but then we all sort of noticed this. It's such a weird thing where um, so Dor- so Daisy is there to help them bring stuff to the rummage sale, and I guess Rose yeah. is maybe like Getting also boxes. well, Rose is the maybe the Sunshine Cadet leader because I think later on in an episode she's their leader yeah, or but something. Not related. Those oh no 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 yeah, but still. Although um, Rose Daisy, so suddenly oh. we're thinking about flowers as a metaphor oh. for virginity. Okay, right. so don't Rose, spread your sunshine your around. Seed. But what about your oh yeah? So for seed, example, pollination. Okay, and you're saying this episode took place in September. Yeah, which is classic. Rose blooming season. It's not. Your name's Blumenfeld. Come on, guys. Holy shit. I'm Rose. (laughs) (laughs) Is Jenny Lewis single? (laughs) Uh, Oh, gosh. Um, There's this amazing uh, moment, though, where so they're gathering up all these boxes and Rose walks away and Blanche is just talking. Yeah, a Shakespearean monologue. She's like, you know, oh, I think those Sunshine Cadets are so lovely. I love what they do, and this and that. And I know when I was a Sunshine Cadet, and I was like, what you is that weird. But I just thought she thought Rose was in the room. Like, that's what I... So why don't they just keep her in the room? Well, yeah, that's, like, well, such a weird decision. Who directed this episode? I thought they were just, like, making her uh, Terry senile or something. <laughs> so, She's talking to a ghost in a corner. <laughs> what Alvin. do you think, ghost? It was Alvin. Oh, oh Alvin. Oh, we can't... Yeah, we... Oh, goodness, guys, yeah. Um, so... That's uh, a separate podcast episode. So, so Daisy's there Alvin? to help bring stuff to the rummage sale. Blanche is like, oh, go take whatever's in Rose's room. Yeah. According to the IMDb page for this episode, P.S. Daisy, I guess, actually walks into what we know as Sophia's room. So they weren't really mm. they weren't really keeping tabs on the the geographical aspects of the show yeah. as far as who's, who's better. Who's the script supervisor? I'm owed an apology. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, that person's Dear a lie. Susan Harris. Um, but when she comes out, you know, Daisy uh, brings an armful of things, including Fernando, uh, Fernando which is yes. Rose's uh, what she calls a family heirloom teddy bear. Um, uh, and Blanche has this moment where she says, oh, you like that teddy bear so much. You know what? I tell you, you can have it. You can it. have it. So she runs off in her little skip. For, like, she's too nice, which you know a right. bitch lives underneath. Mm. Mm. Which is yes, interesting. because right. she, She's too nice for a friendly-faced child. Yeah, I just thought nice, this no was like, nice. I thought the show was really, really, I thought the show was supposed to be really, really sweet. So in my head, I'm like, I'm being skeptical. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this girl's going to be a cold-ass bitch underneath. Mm-hmm. But like, but they won't do that. But they, and they, they go there. They go there. Um, so the next scene, this was the moment where I think we, H. Allen and I both remembered, oh, this is what the B story yeah. is in this episode. When we see what's probably the biggest set piece, uh, you know, outside of the actual the house. That's the B story? The boardwalk. Yeah. Oh, B for boardwalk. Yes, yes, B for boardwalk. <laughs> you know, A for... Um, Alvin. No, not Alvin, because <laughs> it's the B story. I don't know. A for something, but... Uh, Daisy. 
For Daisy, yes, because she does have that. She does have that yeah, uh, apostrophe. apostrophe. <laughs> um, so, and of course, the B story is you know where Alvin's dementia, Alvin's dementia, yeah. which. It's it's hard because the scenes, you know, they'll go like A story, B story, A story, B story. So you're like laughing, crying, laughing, well, crying. It's we, an emotional roller before coaster. Before we get to the boardwalk, Sophia comes out after all this is happening. The bear has been given away and Rose doesn't know anything about the situation yet. And uh, Sophia comes out and she says, yeah, I want to go down to the boardwalk and watch men adjust themselves as they get out of the water. Classic. And it's And then we find when we get to the boardwalk that there's this lovely African-American elderly man sitting on a bench that Sophia then sits at. Played by, uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his last name correctly, but Joe Seneca, Seneca. Um, He passed away in 1966, but he's... 96. Thank you. 96. What a few years before this episode aired. He died a year before. I was just seeing if you guys were paying attention. Um, But he was in Crossroads, Kramer vs. Kramer, A Time to Kill, Malcolm X. He's got a great... Have you Kramer vs. Kramer, by the way? I have not. Oh, my. My God, you, if you want to see an emotional film, Kramer versus Kramer is the film. There's a scene. And if your parents are divorced or separated, it's going to really. What if they're not home. separated, but they hate each other? There's a scene. It's true. <laughs> It'll that, be a very similar too. feeling. There's a scene where Meryl Streep has this cry. Oh, God, I can't. <laughs> it's so good. It's like, it's like she let, it's like she told this tear, we got to bring it to and then she let it just sit there and just oh. sit there and just The tier was nominated for Best Supporting Actor, right? Yeah. She won. She won the Oscar for that tier. Wow. Very And maybe cool. like other things that she did in the movie, but maybe that was like the clincher. No, yeah, that was it. Tier. That was what okay. they submitted. Um, the crux. So we are, uh, so we're sitting so we're on the boardwalk. boardwalk. Sophia sits banter. down next to this man, immediately asks him if he's black. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was really funny. Yes. Because I guess the sun was hitting the sand really hard, and she had a hard time seeing. Well, they set it up by saying, glaucoma or cataracts? Like, basically, she has a a seeing problem. And then after they settle that banter back and forth, then she goes, are you black? (laughs) Classic. (laughs) It's so great. So we learn um, that Alvin is a security guard. He has a name tag. He's a security guard for the police. He works at a retirement home from for one hour for one hour from noon to one p.m. So I feel like it's that's a so job sweet. they gave him to like entertain him. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I have a feeling he probably yeah, that's like a day center for him. Yeah, that's where he goes during the day. His daughter yeah. probably when she has to work. May, or maybe it's like that time that uh, in that episode where Dor- Dorothy tells Sophia she's going to be the new activities director mm. at an old folks home, and she doesn't know that she's just being sent there. Yes. <laughs> yes. Dorothy pulls the wool over her mother's eyes multiple times when it comes to uh, nursing homes. That's funny. Um, And then they have this, what I think is the epitome of every kind of old person conversation where they're both talking over each other. It's like the conversation starts with like, Oh, you, oh, you work at the center. Oh, my friend Nina Feinstein. And he's like, is it Feinstein? And then she's talking about Ocean Spray. Right, they go off on their own tangents. And they're both, yeah, on their own tangents. And uh, it's just the... When have you not talked to an older elderly person where you're just sitting there waiting for them to get to the point? Right. Like, waiting for the brain to catch up <laughs> to it? And you're trying to be really respectful and nice, but you're also like... It's just cheese. It's just cheese. Just get to the cheese. Like, like <laughs> but there's like not a lot. I feel like when we're trying to figure out facts and stories, we're just mm-hmm. like, we can move past them because we're like, we know where the point is. But yeah. facts and stories are all old people have. So mm-hmm. they just want to get it. Like when I call my grandfather, he's like, he just wants to know dates and times and mm-hmm. things that are happening. So and we can weather. like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I, 
Yeah, you can't have like an abstract conversation with somebody. No, I think that's why all they do is talk about weather. That's, <laughs> that's all true. my mother talks about. That's the first question. How are you? Fine. How's the weather? <laughs> like, it's Los ta- Angeles, so it's it's always the same. Yeah, <laughs> it's eighty. <laughs> Just um, know that it's eighty. So in the next scene, it's a week later. Rose is still bumming about mm. the fact that Fernando is missing. Which I, guys, I'm going to open up to you right now on this podcast. I still have to this day at 32 years old the childhood pillow I've had since I was two years old mm. that I've like had to replace the stuffing in it and <gasps> it's like it's so thin I mean it's to the point where like a snag on a pe- on the corner of a bed is just gonna rip it and sleep with it is it something that like you would yeah really miss I if keep it, was it gone? it's like tucked in my pillowcase like Aww. I keep it and I I would be devastated if someone accidentally gave it to a child. I actually have a teddy bear. I have a, from, so this is a guy's sad story, truth about me. Um, My parents separated and it was a very non-happy separation. And my father would never let my mother around if it wasn't during visitation times. And I had to have eye surgery. I was cross-eyed. Delicate. And (laughs) so I, I had to go into the hospital and my dad would not let my mom in. She would not, like, he just wouldn't let it. And so some sweet nurse... My mom worked out a deal with some sweet nurse to to make me cry to let her in um, to see me before my surgery because she knew I'd want to see my mom. And my mom had knit me this teddy, this blue and white teddy bear that had my age on it. It was five, and it was it was. I remember it being so secret. My mom being like, "Don't tell your father that I'm here. I'm gonna keep the bear, and then you can have it at my house." And so I still have it to this day. That's fucking adorable. So I understand the connection to Fernando. God, if your dad finds that teddy bear, he's gonna be so pissed. I know. I haven't talked to my dad since 1997. Because dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) Knitting is such a like you know how much time that took, the effort to like every stitch of that five. It's hidden. I don't even. Like adorable. Like it's kept away. Yeah, it's like I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah, I don't want my cat to tear it apart. That's a good. That's a good point. (laughs) It's Um, in you right now, right? Yeah, that's amazing. What an amazing story. So Rose is still bumming about Fernando and uh, Sophia talks about how she comes in and she's like, you know, oh, Dorothy, no need to make me breakfast this morning. Someone's making breakfast for me. Um, and she goes, uh, Alvin's going to make me breakfast. She wanted Dorothy to take the bait and actually ask, oh, who's making breakfast for you? Right. And then she plays it up as if yeah. like, fine, 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 I'll tell fine. you. And so she goes, I'm having breakfast with Alvin. And Rose goes, Alvin, Alvin from the boardwalk? And Sophia goes, no, Alvin from the chipmunks. <laughs> nice. Which <laughs> Sophia nails it. Yeah. Every oh, time. Every joke. She's, but yeah, that's, that's what she does. Yeah. I'm Alvin here. was hotter than Schwimmer, though. Well, yeah, Alvin was a nine. Yeah. Schwimmer's a two. I could, Schwimmer's a Simon. I don't know which one's Schwimmer and which one was Marcel. Yeah. <laughs> the monkey? I Honestly. When I was what? a kid and I was looking at the guys from Friends, I would actually try to picture their penises. And I remember Schwimmer's being <laughs> the one that was like, always seemed weird and like skinny, but long. Mm, a long know? skinny dick. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever watch TV and not think between no. this and football? <laughs> no, it seems like you were I was just sort of always thinking of dick. <laughs> it's a, I mean, it's a so wonder you, you like remember the plots to any <laughs> yeah, television shows. Something else <laughs> so then uh, Blanche comes in and she actually, she tries to give Rose a store-bought bear, oh. which I'm just like, how dare you? Yeah, you tried that move how on the kid. I would dare think. you. 
You can't. Yeah. You can't. Like, nobody's ever going to. But gonna, she's freaking. She's she going to freaking out. You know, measures to get to settle this. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and so Dorothy's basically like, what? oh, you, Blanche admits I accidentally gave it to Daisy. And yeah. Dorothy's like, oh, that's easy. She's like, just call her and ask her to give it back. And uh, Blanche's reveal in this moment is, is hilarious uh, in that. In that she sent me his ear. Yeah, and she was like, oh, Dorothy, I have. She's a nasty little girl. <laughs> She's holding him for ransom. And then, yeah, she holds up his ear. like, Which is funny because it's like Daisy wants this teddy bear. I mean, I guess she, at this point she doesn't even want it. She just like likes the power yeah. because why else would she cut off its ear? It reminds it me them. of that scene from Seven where Brad Pitt opens the box and it's Gwyneth Paltrow. What's in the box? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah, like that Yeah, because Dorothy scene. shoots Jenny Lewis in the next scene. Yeah. He said, and become, become like, vengeance, oh, Daisy. No. Become yeah. wrath. Yes, become vengeance. Um, yeah, what sin would Daisy be? I guess she is envy? Yeah. She's envious that she or greed. Have greed, yeah, greed, because she yeah. wants she, she wants, wants, a, she wants money. A, ten, a 10 speed bike. Yeah. And then cash. Her sin is being a bitch. Oh, thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> um, so then we get back to, this is going to be such like a flip-flop of happy, sad, happy, sad. Then we get back to the boardwalk where Sophia and Alvin are having their um, Annie Hall moment where they're uh, like looking at people who are swimming in the ocean that and pointing out. That was heartwarming. That was so sweet. It was, I mean, every moment between them was so sweet. They're pointing out people who are peeing in the ocean. Mm-hmm. They actually dated those two actors uh, for 10 years after that. Really I guess nice. they started hooking up. They were Hollywood's it couple for mm-hmm. from oh, 87 really? to 97. They were a power couple. Yeah. I thought they yeah. were the ones that started the trend of adopting black children. Yeah, was, they were the original. Yeah. They also had a portmanteau name. It was Estelle and what did you say his real name was? Um, uh, Joe Seneca? <laughs> yeah, so they people called her Joe Senestelle. That was their name on like People oh, magazine. Wow. That was their brand, yeah. And like they were at Spago with right. the Brat Pack. But and, then like, didn't Joe said he ended up cheating on her with Blake Lively, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, the name of what the movie America's Sweethearts was based on, remember, with John Cusack yeah. and Zeta Jones. Yeah. B. Uh-huh. Arthur was Jen, uh, Julia Roberts' character in that, was the ugly duckling who used to be fat, but then <laughs> wins the love in the end. So yeah. I'm glad we all know that. Yeah. yeah. Interesting so, stuff. It's great, That's great, not on great IMDb, guys. Stuff. Someone should add it. You're not going to um, find that on a blog. Because <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> this is the scene that it's so upsetting setting where um, Sophia's telling him a little bit about her late husband Salvador and then she asks him about his late wife Edna and he kind of looks a little confused and then he changes the conversation to talk about like the birds and she's like keeps going I'm asking you what you think about Edna and he starts crying. Yeah, jeez, that was so that. heavy. Amir, you were cracking up during that part. Though. Yeah, well, I was well, I was playing Angry Birds Star Wars Edition on what my phone during that, that part, and it was a, there was an ad. There was an ad <laughs> no. for Clash of Clans. What was funny is, about the Clash? It was of Clans like Kate or? Upton was playing a game and making out with a nerdy guy, and oh, I was just like, I can so, see how that's yeah. silly. <laughs> that was funny. See, here I just thought you were an asshole. <laughs> no, you were so you were only not part, watching the show. But you were actually just you weren't distracted by a video game. You were distracted. By an ad, yeah. The so you ad. were watching the ad for another video game on a video game that was distracting you from the show. That's right. Because I just seen that episode you yesterday. You have a lot invested in this podcast, <laughs> but I have a lot invested in the show, to the game. Yeah, to I'm be an fair investor, that, guys. I mean, Clash of Clans is pretty sweet. It's a I mean, good game. It's a good game. They make is. a lot of great Neither ads. Yeah. <laughs> can you see the outlines of anyone's dicks? Because <laughs> I'm not going to play right? it if I can't. <laughs> if they're wearing like a heavy armor, I'm not interested. <laughs> There's some video game I just saw on some website where you can like 
shower with other men. No, that sounds. Yeah. That's the game. I don't know if that's the game. But yeah, it's a part how of the do you game. beat the levels? And someone tweeted a photo of it, and the 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 robot video game guy was just like, "Oh, this feels so good." <laughs> that was like the text in it. I don't know. I'll find out the game. <laughs> yeah, send it to it's us. a new it's a new Sims package. <laughs> yeah, it might be a gay uh, Sims. Uh, so yeah. So he cries and she's like, "You keep crying, you keep crying." Yeah, she's like, "Oh, that was a sweet moment." She says, "Don't cry, Joe." And then she's whatever his name is, Alvin. Alvin. Don't cry, Alvin. And then then he starts crying. She says, "You cry all you want." Yeah, she goes, "Oh, it's okay. You know, there's there's still some stuff about Salvador that you know I don't like to talk about. It's just so it's very sweet. Like to me, this is like her. This is what they would have submitted for her Emmy moment, like for her Emmy nomination. I still getting. Yeah. So the first season. uh, Betty White won, and then the second season, Rue McClanahan won, and the third season, both B. Arthur and Sophia. Are oh my Betty. god! So it might have been for this episode. Damn, yeah, it was Just great. Back um, to back to back. Yeah. So then we get back, back to, to uh, the Fernando storyline. Yeah, where Fernando Gate, where the, she's sitting in the house, and uh, Dorothy and Blanche are trying to negotiate this exchange of the bear. Mm-hmm. And she is, I mean, and this is her like, this is like her sweet, sweet performance yes. in, in this one scene where they're, you know, Blanche is trying to reason with her and she's like, so you see, Daisy, I just accidentally gave him to you. And, and she's like, so you made a mistake. In Sunshine Cadets, we learned that you have to pay for your mistakes. She's just like very calculated. Yeah. Like a, just a she's evil. Villainous she's, evil. Just, she's amazing. She's a, she has a gun in this scene. There's yeah. a gun. How old is she when they I shot mean, this? She's probably like nine. She's probably like nine or ten. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. She was like a young Jodie Foster. Like, my niece is like nine or ten. She doesn't like understand these emotions. Your yet. niece is like a troglodyte moron. She's barely articulate. Your niece is. She's, yeah, she's autistic. Jake's right. <laughs> oh, Jesus, dude. What? Oh, is she on that new Scream Queen yeah. one? Because he always needs a disabled person. <laughs> she's actually not, if you can imagine. Wow. Yeah. God. But, but like, I'm, I'm wondering if uh, Jenny Lewis even knew which, like, she was parodying a hostage situation. She yeah. didn't know what she was doing. She was just like. I bet she was really good at taking direction. Right. Where they explained And like she didn't her. get the joke, but like right. she liked like, the fact that people were laughing. Now you're mean, okay? Yeah. Yes. I think she got it, guys. I think she got it. You I think, think so? Knew. Because if Jodie Foster in 1976 could play a teen prostitute in Taxi Driver and understand what she's doing. How old is she? She was like Six. 12, 13. Jeez, yeah. Yeah, and then her sister had to do the nude scenes. Jesus. How old is her sister? Like 18. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, she's better be <laughs> yeah. a little older. I 14. hope less. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so they're trying to reason with her, and she's like, you know, in Sunshine Cadets, we learn you have to pay for your mistakes. Yours is going to cost you a uh, 10-speed Schwinn. And uh, Dorothy does, this is what I would do if I were talking to a nine-year-old, which she gets up and she's like, you know, I'm going to get on the phone and call the school for bad girls and they're going to come pick you up and put you in a sack and take you you away and you'll never be able to eat ice cream or (laughs) jump rope again. See, I found that to be, because if I, like me, if I was was in this situation and I was dealing with a nine-year-old, I would just tell her, your parents are going to die. Oh if shit! You don't give us back. <laughs> oh, that's really good. Well, yeah, yeah. But Dorothy hasn't yet witnessed what Blanche <laughs> has been experiencing for True. the past few weeks. So I think Dorothy's like, you know what? I'm a substitute teacher. I deal with kids all the time. <laughs> Blanche, you don't know what you're talking about, right. and this is where she's coming from. She doesn't know what she's dealing with, though. Yeah, yeah. but little, you're right. Little girls love their parents. Love their parents. They're obsessed. Even if she is like a little Joe Pesci. Yeah, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I'm interrupting this entirely. I have to pee so bad. I like that you. He whispered into the mic. He whispered into the mic. I'll be right back. It's okay. Nature's natural. Um, <laughs> so, and then this is when this is the the infamous moment where uh, Daisy pulls out the water pistol yes. and she goes, "See this water pistol? It's loaded with red ink." <laughs> she, she doesn't necessarily have <laughs> that, that uh, cotton in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> she says it right. She like taps the bet. Like the choice for her as an actor to tap the bear's yeah, face with the gun. To the rhythm of what she's saying. That yeah, that couldn't have been a direction. Choice. Yeah, I mean, brilliant she probably choice, should have been nominated guys. for guest actress in a comedy series. She At the very been. least, the People's scene. Choice. Oh yeah, it should have been <laughs> blockbuster award something. <laughs> and then, so she's threatening the bear with the ink, and yeah. uh, she basically gets up with and, and like back. Well, so Rose walks in, and yes. Rose sees Fernando, and right. Rose is like, "Oh, you found Fernando," and. And, you didn't uh, tell her. Yeah, she's like, oh. you didn't tell her. Oh, price has gone up, and so she leaves. Yeah, and she just and it's which the way she leaves, she backs out she's like she's cookie. holding a hostage. How's she getting here? Like, who's driving her to this old folks' lady's home? I mean, we know she doesn't have a bike unless she does, and she just wants maybe she has like a huffy, but she wants <laughs> so, a Schwinn now. That was product placement, right? Yeah, that was an Probably. ad buy for Probably. Schwinn. I'm sure there was a Schwinn ad somewhere in this, <laughs> during the airing of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> No, so she leaves, and the girls explain exactly what happened to Fernando. Mm-hmm. And so Rose, Rose, what's great about this is, like, Rose is known for being the dumb one, the naive one, et cetera. And like also incredibly sweet. Incredibly sweet. Like, just always, there's never been one moment on this show, as of yet, where Rose has gone a different direction. And now, in this episode, we see the dark side of Rose. Yeah. Where, at the you end You could of- say the bloom is off the rose. Whoa, Good wow. night, everybody. Uh, I drop <laughs> drop the mic. If it yeah. wasn't, if it Disconnect wasn't. it here. I can yeah. show you where you unplug it. There. It's very expensive. Disconnect the mic. Just unscrew it from yeah. the top there. That's, it takes that's a long time, much. but we can drop it. away from it. Yeah, I could, no. but I do have, a, I have the laptop on my lap. I feel oh. like if I were to swivel the chair, I might not yeah. swivel over again. It's just, I'm, yeah, I'm here, guys. It. I'm not here. I'm here. That's I'll risk it. Maybe just cut out your line. So... The girls explain in a very nice way what happened, in a very rational way, and Rose, breaking character, like, immediately becoming this new person, says, cut the crap and get back the damn bear, and just, like, walks off. Walks away. Storms away. Oh, God. That was cool. Dun-dun-dun. It's, but I don't blame her. Again, if it happened to my, if you gave away my childhood pillow, I'd be like, yeah. I'd be friendly. Get it away. You would not have a friend on Facebook. You would have one less friend. On face page. That's, I'm not willing to risk that. Yeah. Got to keep those numbers up. <laughs> I have to have the more Facebook friends. <laughs> yeah. When I turn my friend page to a fan page, I need high numbers. Exactly. So I need to. <laughs> yeah. keep I need to. All the what friends. gets you jobs these days? It is. Um, so let me go back to the boardwalk. At this point, I've realized I love Alvin's wardrobe because he's gone from wearing like these yeah. like very bright floral shirts. He wears like this blue checkered pattern shirt. At the end, he looks like a professor with like a teal bow tie. Yeah, Alvin's hot. I was hot. really into his, his outfits. Um, it's true. What they and say Sophia's about crocheting on the on the bench. Um, 
And he shows up and, like, right out the gate just starts yelling at this her. This is just reinforcing the the dementia, Alzheimer's, sort of something's wrong with Alvin. Yeah. Like, right. this scene actually probably was not relevant, was not needed, because we know he has a problem. But we got to see a dark side of Alvin. So, so and yeah, and, and, and Sophia still isn't really getting it. Like, yeah. he's going, he's saying something like, what are you doing? That's my bench. And she's like, wait, what do you mean? Like, we're sharing this bench. Stop being so cranky, kind of. Yeah. You know, she's still not saying, really. Like, you always it. do this. You're always you're always doing this. And then and the 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 bus the bu- <laughs> it was the wrong. I didn't get on the wrong bus. It was the wrong bus that came to my stop. Kind of thing where it, the audience is like, oh, okay, he's really there big. He's no got some memory problems. Pictures got smaller. Um, <laughs> but then he he storms off, and it's kind of funny because she calls out after him. She's like, Alvin, not like that, obviously, yeah. but. She might as well. Alvin, but I mean, yeah. whenever you yell, she was wearing a trench Alvin. coat and standing on someone's shoulders when she did that. Was Alvin and the Chipmunks really that popular? I thought it was a '90s thing. No, was it an '80s? It thing? was '80s. I don't know. Yeah, but then it was also like back in the '60s. Really? It was like the old school ch- oh, Alvin wow. and Chipmunks. I always thought it was just a Christmas album, and a cartoon. In yeah, the '90s, I guess. Yeah, I yeah. think they brought it back in the '80s and '90s. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah, it was definitely wow. like an early childhood thing for me. So now we get back to the house, and we're going to close up this Fernando storyline in probably one of the most but epic ways before ever. Before we yeah, do, though, such, okay. before we do, there's a scene in the kitchen where Sophia and Rose are both oh, sort of yes. lamenting about the friends they've lost. You yeah. know, Rose has lost Fernando, Sophia's losing Alvin, and they're kind of talking about similarities. And She talks about wanting big black cock. Yes, Rose sets it up by talking about how she would sleep now next to Fernando at night and Sophia's like I never went to bed with Alvin but you know I always wondered about that myth Have you ever slept with a black man Carrie? I have not. Have I you? Have. Yeah. Have they, you guys? They, either one of you? I have, have not. Black man, black a black woman? No. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Huh? Yeah. Huge but, dick. He's <laughs> talking about me. Huge <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I believe, I mean, I don't want to offend any listeners, but um, I, of all of the African-American gentlemen that I've slept with in my day, they've all had pretty impressive penises, except one guy really needed to manscape. Oh, um, yeah, couldn't find it. <laughs> so it couldn't have been that big. Not, or maybe his bush no, was not, really big. I'm not big. talking about the front. The front was fine. I could oh. find that. I couldn't find the Sorry, I forgot too. there were two things involved. Yeah. <laughs> you have it. I mean, this... Okay. But he doesn't use it the way we use it. Yeah. I'm assuming. We yeah. abuse it. I mean, I definitely... <laughs> <laughs> I don't manscape that part of my body. Well, I mean, but this guy, if you're going to want something in that part, you're going right, right, to right. be able to find it. Oh, just got on the page, guys. Yeah. Did you... I, oh. Yeah, I Did just, you think I was thinking about dick and balls or yeah, something? Yeah, that's what I thought you were talking right. about. No, 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 no. We're no. talking about something that's about way easier to hide. Yeah, See, the whole. you call me the Blanche, and I'm... Whew. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you? Can I ask uh, personal questions about your anus? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. <laughs> when you say uh, you know, like manscaping back there, is it like a wax or is it shaving? Is it trimming? Usually a shaving, a just, trimming. I mean, depending upon your situation. But gotcha. You know, usually just a just a nice little like. Let's make this so it's presentable when the situation calls for. Right. It. Do you okay. ever nair it? No. Ooh. I just remember Nair always smelled funny. Like when we were like young teenagers, we were like, "Let's try yeah. this." It didn't work. No, I use funny. a combination of a clipper. Slash a uh, razor. Wow, is that dangerous to get it so close to the, the hole? Thirty-three years old, been doing this a while. You're a boss. You yeah. can handle it. Yeah, you learn. You learn. 
Are you sitting down like in a pretzel situation? Are you upside down? Are you more of a leg up shower on the bathtub sort of thing? Yeah, you got it it down to a science. You don't need me to look in a mirror. I mean, it's almost like like I guess how women shave their legs. Like you get into but you just keep going, get all the nook and crannies, Mm -hmm. right? You know, yeah. But I, I mean, I guess the uh, your butthole butthole. has a lot of little blood vessels. Like that's a dangerous territory. Go to the butthole. It's more like the entry area around because the actual butthole is not very hairy. Yeah. That's just the area. I love that this is the first podcast on head. I wonder. How <laughs> we hone into like, buttholes and dicks real quick. Somebody's like, you know what? I, I remember how the episode ends. It's fine. They walk away. It's very sad. Shut it off right now. Thank you guys very much. It's around the butthole. Anyway. It's right. like kind of like when you peer in through a bush and you see an oasis. <laughs> yes. There's not actually foliage in the water. Exactly. So <laughs> Sorry, continue. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> so just clear the foliage. What he means is when you peer in through the bush and you see the band oasis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Someday you will find me. If, <laughs> if you guys have tips on how to manscape, you can go to outonthelinai.com slash discuss, D-I-S-Q-U-S. Or if oh, you guys yeah. know where to get oasis tickets. Um, So this is is where we're getting to the part that, I'm sorry, you were headed to. So uh, Daisy shows up, Mm -hmm. and she has the beer. And uh, And a proposition. And a proposition, exactly. Mm -hmm. And all the women there, Rose is in her nightgown, Blanche is in her nightgown. Blanche is in an awesome nightgown, by the way. Very bright, Very bright. Dorothy's completely ready because she seizes the day. But uh, Daisy's standing there, and and she wants money. She was like, she thought a bike was good, but she wants money. I was wrong to ask for all those gifts. I've decided cash is better. Yes. Yeah, that was so, a really good flip. That was, was Jenny good. Lewis. She she acted the hell out of this. Jenny Lewis. If Jenny Lewis, if we could find, if you guys could use your like head gum mastery yeah. and contact Jenny Lewis, you should tell her. Oh, that's well. A cool you know idea. what? I tweeted about the when it was the when she yeah released the music video. I had tweeted to her about bringing back Daisy uh-huh. the Sunshine Cadet, and we were so excited. Or whatever. She favorited the tweet. <gasps> Sweet. Very, so you guys very, can use that as so an introduction. Wait, has, does she go you know. on? Has she, she hasn't been on multiple episodes of Golden no, Girls. Just one. No, just, just this the one. one. Yeah, gotcha. Just but it's, it's an iconic. iconic one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we'll actually we'll also post the the, music the Jenny Lewis music video that references this episode yeah, that's as well. Amazing. Oh, what does she say? What is the music video that references? She just she just reenacts like she puts like what Troop Beverly Hills, The Wizard. She just like reenacts um, <laughs> career. Yeah, like different movies and TV shows. And she's holding she's a teddy bear with a gun to it. Yeah, and they've got actors like in the Golden girls on the set. It's great. We'll show it's it really to you guys. Funny. It's, it's really funny. It's really great. Cool. Um, so, so they answer the door. Daisy's there. She wants money. And then Blanche is prepared to pay her for Fernando. She's just going to do it. And Rose is like, no, Blanche, I can't let you do that. And she gives this whole long, did you write down the setup? Uh, part of it where she goes, you know, if after all these years, you know, Fernando and I are meant to part company, I'll just have to accept it, you know? And then she's starting to like sort of usher Daisy to the door. And she, t- she does this awesome move where she's like, Life Some- sometimes gives you a bad hand, and you have to accept it, kiddo. And then takes the bear out of little fucker's hands and pushes Daisy out the door and slams the door <laughs> behind her, basically saying, Booyah, bitch. Yeah. It's pretty cool that they made the villain of the show a nine-year-old girl. Awesome? Everyone's like applauding. They made a like, sweet yeah, grandmother fuck her. kick her ass out of the yeah. door. I mean, that was a hard push. Like, yeah. she's 
doubled yeah. out yeah. that door. Bye, Daisy. But Dude. then when Rose turns back around after she slams the door and she's clutching the teddy bear. She's smiling. That Ugh. smile on her face. I'm like, I don't care if you just cut her arm off. Yeah. Like you, that, that just to see the look on her face when she's reunited with Fernando is just heart melting. The crazy, and, go ahead. Oh, I mean, like, I just didn't think they would. 1987. I like did not see them going for that joke. I yeah. saw it and I was like, that would be really funny. And I was imagining pitching it to you guys later. <laughs> and, then, and then it fucking happened. It. Yeah, it and it did it better than I imagined How it happening, do you think, too. Do you think Rose would have gotten the teddy bear back, or do you think that she just would have, like, accepted that sometimes you have to let things go? I thought it was going to be blah, some blah, sort blah. of cheesy thing like that. She, like, gives a whole cheesy speech, and then the kid gives it back, and then there's some sort of, like, last joke. I don't even... I honestly don't even know, but I thought it was going to be, like, a full mm. house, like, guitar sure. music. Sure. That's what a non-Emmy award-winning show might have done You're a sitcom right. in the 80s, but... Not an Emmy one. Yeah, mm-hmm. Golden Girls was very... Uh, they were progressive in their storytelling style. Yeah, yeah and Full House was even after this. Full House, mm-hmm. I really think, did an episode where Michelle or Stephanie befriends an old black guy who right, ends up sure. having Alzheimer's. And Bob Saget is a six. That's Saget's not attractive. So no, it goes Stamos, Schwimmer. Yeah, Schwimmer over Saget. Stamos, Stamos is a 12. Stamos <laughs> is like above Mario Lopez. In the yeah. Oh, yeah. Stamos yeah. is... The man has aged like... I don't care I that mean, he's like a drunk. A with a, with a drug problem. I want, like, him in every way. Oh, look, there's a little thing in the room. Oh, my God, there's Whoa. a giant lizard there's in the room. A there's a oh, shit, that lizard's been chilling in this room for a while, actually. Where could, could it be? It used to, I think it lives under the bookshelf. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, you guys. It's I mean, this is. Girl. Yeah. Oh, bye. That is, it, when you I'm pumped that you uh, were really. You were like excited to see it. Like, oh, that's nice. I'm an animal I've, person. That's because he doesn't live here. Yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's cute. Oh, it's a lizard. I'm gonna go. It's, it's a twelve. <laughs> it is. A, it's a huge. It's it's a foot long. It's a that it, it's a foot long yeah. lizard. lizard. It's not gonna hurt. Oh, it's you peeking guys. out. No, but I mean, when you go to sleep, I mean, that can crawl under the cracks in your door and climb on your face. Hey, exactly. At the very least, make a mustache with his tail. The minute he Amir does not. You don't like rodents. Like you, yeah. Real. If that was a mouse, I'd feel really much more tense. For, for whatever reason, the fact that it's a snake with legs puts me more at ease. Yeah, it doesn't if it were a if that mouse. was a mouse, I'd be like legit freaked right I now. I mean, its yeah. head is poking out. It's definitely, it's interested in what we're talking about. It's it looking right at a mirror. Down. It is looking, <laughs> it's looking mirror. right at a mirror. Don't you see like it like biting something a no. little bit? No. No, you can chew it out. Chew it? Yeah. Like with a shoe? I thought you said chew yeah. it out, like, or like yell with a at it and or something. Or you could even take one of those boxes there. Yeah, it's fine. But right now it's fine. You're just chilling. We'll keep, well, guys, yeah. we'll keep eyes on it. We'll help uh, you get it out if you need to. I'll protect um, you, Amir. <laughs> Step so, on it. So, guys, then we get back to the boardwalk. And um, Dorothy and Alvin's daughter yeah. are kind of... Spying, They're watching spying, watching on. because of the fight the other day. Dorothy right. was worried. And mm-hmm. then this woman walks up who looks... Exactly. Like, like she's a black Dorothy. Like, she looks, she's tall. She's wearing a similar outfit. Her hair is blown Dorothy. out. Yes, but didn't you think Dorothy. she's really young, a lot younger? She's younger, yes. Yeah, but she she's definitely has a very younger. similar style right, to Dorothy. Yeah. Um, and she's, like, basically telling Dorothy, oh, well, you know, my father, Alvin, is not going to get any better. And she says, she doesn't actually say he has Alzheimer's, but um, we're led to believe that. Yeah, she said he's not going to get any better. But there's also a funny moment where... Um, 
there, she starts talking to her and Dorothy goes, how did you know I was her mother? Mm. And the woman's like, oh, you know, just the way you look at her. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so like. That's sweet. Yeah. 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 But it's like, you're either her mother or like you're a perv. Yeah. You're like old ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which would be kind of awesome. Sort of like, like that serial killer, Eileen Warno. Yeah. Female serial killer. Oh, you do not know about this one? No. Oh, you should. Uh, Have you not seen Monster? I have not. No. Christina Ricci. (laughs) We'll talk about that later. Um, It's a great movie. I love Sophia's outfit in this. She's wearing a navy dress with like a teal. She doesn't wear a lot of bright colors, but she's wearing a teal uh, sweater cardigan over it. And it's very sweet that they gave her those colors. Um, So, yeah, we sort of learn he's not getting any better. But um, it's actually, to me, I mean, this, this episode is sad because... You know, Estelle Getty ended up passing away from um, Lewy body dementia, which yeah. is dementia that's associated with Parkinson's. So mm-hmm. later on in the seasons, you know, she would have a lot of trouble remembering her lines and everything. And it's just really, really sad that, you know, in this episode, she befriends a man who also has dementia. Um, yeah, but also good that it exists. Because, yes. you know, yeah. it's an important thing. Yeah. Um, so we get back to the house after this scene, and there's a pointless scene between Rose Incredibly and Blanche. Incredibly pointless. Where yeah, Blanche is talking they about ended some the A story too early. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. They, they ended it way too early because there was so much episode left. So Blanche sets up this scene where she's, uh, this conversation she has with a man about what dress to wear at some clothing store, and then he says, oh, I think you should wear the drop back one because it's sexy. Can I take you out to dinner on Friday, Saturday night? And she's like, absolutely not. Can you believe the nerve of that man? And Rose is like, what were you doing in women's petite? (laughs) That's that's the the whole scene. scene. That's the whole scene. Nothing else. And Um, then we go into Dorothy, or we go into Sophia's Sophia's room. Where Dorothy, she's knitting the scarf for, um, for... Alvin! (laughs) I see him here freaking out because the lizard's coming. Do you want to switch sides? No, I'm just curious as to what what it'll do next. The lizard is... He wants to get out here, is what he wants. There's a door open, (laughs) and he wants to make his way across without... Scaring you know, without getting near you. He's totally more scared of me than I am of it. Yes. No, that's not true. He, you are terrified. <laughs> I don't mean to sound all like Ryan Reynoldsy. I'm sorry, wrong person. I'm not a Ryan Gosling anymore. No, I meant to say Ryan Phillippe because I was going to say I don't I think he has guess. cruel intentions. Uh, uh, then I got the the wrong name, so it's yeah. I'm deflating. So we um, made you say the joke even after you didn't want to. Mm-hmm, yeah, no, we still, are bullies. Uh, powered through it. Um, so yeah, Dorothy tells Rose or Dorothy tells Sophia that Alvin has Alzheimer's. The family's going to send him to New York City, where mm-hmm. um, you know his nephew's a doctor who can give him special care. And um, Sophia has this really sweet moment where she says, "You know, if you live to be my age, you should be grateful just to be alive." But yeah. um, uh, what does she say after that? It sounds like she's setting life. Up still jokes. slaps you in the face, even yeah. though you like find reasons to live. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like, even when, even when you find uh, reason to get up in the morning, like, yeah. still. Jesus. It's a, it's anyway, a enjoy moment. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cheers coming on next. Uh, Rhea Perlman's character in Cheers is pretty much Estelle Getty's character. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. Definitely. It's Definitely. like the same human grown up. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's, it's, I mean, you know, it's a good, it's a good character to have in a show. It's sassy mm-hmm. Italian small lady. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Sort of Jewy. Who came Estelle first? Getty was really Jewy. Uh, Cheers came first. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I um, wonder if same network too. Right. Yeah. I wonder if there was like a thing. Maybe producers talked about it. Was it was kind of a surprise in the audition because she nailed it so perfectly, and she just came off an iconic gay play on Broadway called Torch Song Trilogy, um, and she was a big deal because of that, because of the, how groundbreaking that play was. 
And she nailed this audition. How old is she in these shows? 25. Oh, my 25. God. So and hot. she was a lizard? <laughs> she was in her 70s. She was in her 70s. Oh, so she was. 60s, kind of, 70s. Yeah, wait, I thought was, Estelle Getty was the youngest. She was. She's mm. the third youngest. Oh. I feel like she was in Betty her White's 50s. Betty White's the oldest. No, she was in her 60s, definitely. Because B. Arthur was second to oldest, and she was in her 60s, and they're only like nine months apart. Oh, okay. Um, and then Estelle Getty, and then Blanche was the, the youngest. youngest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How old is Betty White? She's the oldest. 50 something, right? Yeah, Betty White's yeah. the oldest, and she's the one that's still kicking. Yeah. Wow, so she outlived them all. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did Rue pass? Uh, she had she had a, a lot of scares with cancer, so I think it was cancer. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah, she had breast cancer and whole thing. Damn. Sad. She was the last one to pass. Yeah. Um, so we're back at the house, and they, you know, Sophia gets this horrible news. So or Dorothy and Sophia go back to the boardwalk. Yeah, that's where I, I thought the episode was going to end where she's like, um, you know, she, because Dorothy tells her it's going to, you know, he's only going to be here for a few more months. Yeah. And so if he's like, oh, a few more months, like that should give me enough time to finish my scarf. And I was like, oh, it's going to end there. Like, there's no way it could get sadder. It ends on a good note, Because she sits down and starts knitting. But then we go back to the boardwalk and it's night and Sophia is sitting there all by herself. Like she sat there yeah. all day waiting for uh, for that black dick. Yeah, why do they? <laughs> and it's so incredibly sweet. It is really sweet. So Dorothy comes up and says, he's not coming, he's not coming back. back. And, and she's like, maybe we can see him in New York. And so Sophia's like, no, no, I just want to remember him like this. And then they start... Just screaming at me and yelling and being mean. Yeah. (laughs) And they start walking off. Well, no, but she wants to remember him. I know. But like, and theoretically, they had a couple months because she'd finished the scarf, right? Yeah. So like, they had had a couple good months. Yeah, they had had some time together. That's nice. Yeah. And so they're walking off. Oh, I just assumed that... Oh. The next day. I just assumed it was like a week later because no. she's an old lady. What is she doing with her time? She I can make a scarf m- so quickly. That's true. I, but Not I thought Sophia, she was having trouble. <laughs> All right. Remember? She was being like. I mean, I my grandma I used I'm to so- be able to crochet a blanket in like a week. But it was an ongoing <laughs> joke. In the, it was an ongoing joke in the show that Sophia was like, "I think I'm crocheting a scarf." Like she, you can tell that she was struggling okay. with the scarf. All right. So it's been a while. Yeah. Okay. And the taking months to crochet a scarf joke, like it was a whole thing. Okay. But then some ugly man decides to sit on the bench, and Sophia some turns jabroni. Around. Yeah. Turns People around say and goes. Enough. What are you doing? Someone's sitting there. And the guy like slowly backs away. Well, that was Cliff from Cheers. Yes. Did you guys notice that? My mom once screamed at John Ratzenberger in Hawaii on the beach, not screamed in a bad way, like screamed excitedly like, Cliff, we're from Boston. <laughs> Even though you Which weren't. We're not. Like anytime you're from a suburb of anywhere in Massachusetts, people just go like, oh, I'm from Boston. And you go like, oh, yeah, like what part? And they're just like, oh, it's Peabody, Massachusetts. It's Providence, Rhode Peabody. Island. Yeah, Providence. Um, so, yeah, they walk away. And then this the is also, the well, no, we should talk about the crane shot because it's the oh. first crane shot in the series. Really? Well, budget's going up, you guys. Keep saying it. Budget is going up. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a beautiful crane shot. Uh, where we just see the empty bench and we think about Alvin. And they spent the money on the set, so they're going to get that crane shot. They're going to get saying? that crane shot. They're going to get it. And yeah. it, was, uh, it was powerful. End of episode. It was powerful. Guys, at the end of every podcast, we do a golden takeaway. It's a nugget of inspiration or hope that you can apply to your own life or to the listeners' lives. We'll start mm-hmm. so you guys have something. <laughs> Jake, you start. Well, there is no, I mean... We didn't take a breath. We just finished that episode, and we're just getting into the golden takeaway. Well, yes, all right. we do, because there's a lizard in the room, and we should finish this podcast. And it's Before it eats us all. It's way this It is. It's gaining the, the courage uh, as no, I lose fine. it. It's this fine. is we like you approaching an animal. Door. Yeah. Like, just, you should open The lizard is just taking like two steps. After my golden takeaway, guys, my golden takeaway from this episode is... 
I need to wear more like nightgowns. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like more like sleeping yeah. shirts. I don't think you got the point of the episode. I know, I know but this is, I, I, I find that like the women always wear the best nightgowns. And if I could just, you know how like in, in A Christmas Carol, um, Scrooge is always wearing those like English night shirts. Yeah. Along. That's what I want to see. You know who wore that a lot? Alvin. Oh. They all wore oh, night yeah. turtleneck nightgowns. Yeah. Really? Oh, that's perfect then. Theodore so, was kind of hot, actually. Theodore was a regular <laughs> swimmer of his day. Wait, isn't there also an episode of Friends where they're all wearing those nightgowns? I really? I feel like there might be. Oh. But yeah, so I Or wanna, maybe it's. A I want to wear oh, No, I'm sorry. It's how I met life. your mother. It's how I met your mother. Oh. No one watches that show. <laughs> um, Honey. Well, it's over. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's my golden takeaway. Carrie? Um, my golden takeaway is uh, if anyone ever, if, you, if anybody ever takes one of your priceless, precious family heirloom childhood possessions, do whatever you have to do to get it back. And if that is instilling violence on a child... Oh, so be you, it. So be it. Thank you, Amir. So be it. You you got to do what you got to do. Uh, Jesus, mine was also about harassing nine year old girls. So That's I, now I, I feel like I have to come up with a new one. You don't have to. Um, sentimental value obviously holds real life value. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if somebody ever gets in the way of that, like you said, uh, whether it be harassing a. 10-year-old girl. I'll harass a 10-year-old girl without the, the teddy bear situation. You are a cyber bully. Yeah, actually. so I'll, I'll troll, I'll nudge, I'll harass, I'll sort of be... I saw you tweeting at a, at a 14-year-old yesterday that you yeah. were going to get him suspended from school, school unless right. he Venmo you $30. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the 2015 way of bullying. Because who knows, in a different world, maybe he was harassing me and I'm just paying it forward. Yeah, or maybe right. he was harassing you on Clash of Clans. You just exactly. didn't know that he was like he was teabagging me, yeah. calling me a noob Grossive or something. 10, 1078. <laughs> Jake, what's your? Oh boy, that's the first. <laughs> I just like the idea of teabagging. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, mine was also about not taking shit from my girl. It genuinely was. Uh, I'll try to. Um, let's see. I uh, don't. Uh, don't take any any time you spend with somebody for granted. Uh, oh, loser, dude! I know. I wanted to. I, was, <laughs> I wanted to say, don't take shit from anybody. You can take, take back what's yours. Yeah, say you whatever in your heart. Yeah, don't let anybody blackmail you. Yeah, ass. don't be a friend of black dude because they'll hey, just fucking not, up and bounce on you. Don't mail scarves. I feel like, like there's Wesley a lot Snipes. of uh, good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's to crochet now because yeah. when you're old, okay. you're really not going to have a lot of time to learn the new hobby. You should be good at. And it also, by the then. people you're going to crochet for are going to end up. Uh, yeah, there's not a lot of time. Yeah. That lizard Sorry, is we're, on the move. We're watching the lizard. He's moving. But <laughs> he's I think, retreating. I think he's moving towards the door. I think he's moving towards Amir. And every time Amir doesn't run, the lizard's like, wow, this guy's, <laughs> this guy's a little this guy's pussy. All right. Man, oh, man. Well, uh, guys, thank you yeah. so, so much for being our first guests on season three. This wow. is huge. An honor. Yeah, I mean, that's on HeadGum. We, we are so grateful. Yeah, Thanks for you being guys should uh, go over to HeadGum.com to check out mm-hmm. their other podcasts. Like we said, they have uh, Gilmore Guys. They have a podcast about friends. So, yeah. you know, there's... If you, you guys, guys like TV, we got yeah. podcasts for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, who doesn't? You know, I mean, probably Quakers. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just because they don't know about it. Yet. That's true. That's yeah, and Amish they should people. listen to you, your podcast. If I were you, yeah, 
Which does not sound judgmental at all. (laughs) (laughs) This is what you should do. (laughs) And where um, can people, like, follow both of you individually, like, on the interwebs? Uh, uh, I guess uh, our Instagrams is what we use the most. Uh, I'm Amir, and Jake is Jake Hurwitz. Wonderful. Amir got his first name. (laughs) He also has a verified blue check mark. Wow, you must have been like one of the first 10 people on Instagram. I wasn't. I just knew somebody who worked at Instagram, and he asked me if I wanted that name. Because the guy who was having it didn't use it. Mm. So they stole it from him. That's awesome. And gave it to me. And now it's mine. And you can't have it either. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you get a blue check mark, you kick around the door and shove it. You are a bully. You, in fact, are a bully. He was probably a nine year old boy. I want to put like an evil tone in your voice when you say, It's mine. (laughs) (laughs) It's mine. Uh, And I'm H. Allen Scott. You can follow me there as H. Allen Scott on everything. Uh, And I am uh, CarrieDoherty.com or I'm Squid on Twitter. Twitter or Squidzy on Instagram because I'm Squidzy. really good at branding. Um, <laughs> and uh, guys, we also just launched uh, recently. Website. Yeah, I guess by the time this airs, it'll have been up a little bit. But uh, yeah, we hope you guys like our new outonthelanai.com website. And you can always go to the Facebook page and we're still keeping our Tumblr. And yes. you know, you can go to all these things. And if you like the podcast and you want to support it a little bit, go to outonthelanai.com slash donate to do that. And, and also don't forget to go to out on the lanai.com slash discuss d-i-s-q-u-s and look for the title of this episode which is old friends and leave us your uh questions and comments about them and we will uh we'll be answering them uh on discuss and that's where we're gonna have our conversations um yeah yeah it's gonna so be great thank you guys for listening and remember stay, stay golden. golden perfect <laughs> <laughs> look out the lizard ah, he's eating me That was a HeadGum Podcast.